Hey guys, welcome to Behind the Artist, where we dive deep into the backstories of artists from all walks of life. Today's episode, and my very first podcast, is my YouTube series, The Dancer's Roundtable. Let's get into the episode. Hi, I'm Michael D'Angelo, and welcome to The Dancer's Roundtable. Joining me is Marine Decibel, Minor Enrique, Amber Lily Victor, Brandon Hetzer. Each episode, we focus on hot topics in the commercial world of dance. And today's topic is social media. Over the last five years, Instagram and TikTok has become the resume for working a job. Question is, has it made our industry better or worse? I want us to have an open conversation to decide at the end, it's made it better or worse. So let's get into it. Amber, do you think it's easier or harder to put the job? Oh, I think it's easier, definitely. I think like the difficulty comes because it's opened up the door for so many more talented artists out there, which just makes the pool larger and it makes your ability to have to like work harder and be seen a little bit of a longer journey there, right? Because there's more people around or is it not, you're not getting called you have to to an audition you have to know someone you know you yeah. can just quickly find them i mean if i'm gonna book a job i if i see a headshot and your resume but i know there's a tool where i can actually see you currently moving yeah. then yeah i'm gonna go there yeah. you know you don't have to worry about waiting to an audition for me to know how you move yeah you are a poor actor as well so here's the when you are booking talent, you go to their Instagram. Everyone. Even if I'm just booking for um, like a model job or because people change their hair a lot, you yeah. know, it's, you, trust me, they don't always look like they're headshots, <laughs> yeah. you know? I don't. No, I, I look at their Instagrams here and there, but I actually can't tell who they are at their Instagrams because it's all curated. And so what I do is I always ask for a headshot, a resume, and a reel. If you don't have a reel, I won't book you. Mm-hmm. So um, I stay very. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a reel. I stay years. very um, pretty committed to that. As far as like when I when I do need to see dancers or when I'm trying to cast dancers, um, I just cast a, a national commercial like for dancers like uh, in February, and I had everyone submit through a reel. Yeah, and I found 12 dancers through their reels, mm-hmm. not through their social media. So I kind of agree and disagree with that because I feel like a reel shows you snippets of jobs that yeah. you've done. Yeah. And that two seconds of you doing on a, on a stage for a big artist yeah. is going to show you you did the work for the artist, but it doesn't show you moving quality. So yeah. when it comes to reels, reel. yeah, when it comes to reels, a lot of times um, to have a really good, successful reel, you need to have also elements of your technique and all your styles mixed in with your jobs. So I don't necessarily care about your jobs too much. That's what your resume is for. Got it. You know what I mean? So if I'm looking at your reel, I need to see bits of your personality, bits of your technique, bits of what you are capable of doing. And then from there, if I see a few jobs, cool. Okay, got it. Yeah. So I would agree with that too. I, because I edit a lot of people's reels and that's something I've done like in the past. And when I'm curating, I always have to have like a creative meeting before I even start working on it as to what do you want to come across mm-hmm. in this? You know what I mean? Because it, it is such a visual representation. of, And obviously, I started doing this before social media. Um, so that was kind of our social media back in the day. Yeah. It's visually 100%. representing. And it's, and it, but I, I think it is in a lost art form. Yeah. Because now people are like, oh, well, I can post a clip from class or a snippet of a job that I did. Yeah. But I'm like, you could also just curate it into one thing and not have 10,000 posts. Because who really has time to go through, okay, that's one style of dance. Now let me go try to find another video doing sure. a different style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. One thing I can say is that everybody at this table were at that generation where we were before Instagram. Then now we're in the midst of it where it's like, this is really the resume. This is how you yeah. really book a job. Yeah. So we know the difference like how it was before. Yeah. Um, Listen, like, even though I go to the Instagram, it's definitely not the only thing that somebody's getting hired of. I mean, it's a tool, like I said, but it's, I agree with what you can see. And it probably saves a lot of time too. When you have all styles, you also see how they've been casted 
in the past, who they've been casted next to. So there's a lost art form, yeah. 100%, you know? Yeah. It's just everybody's moving so fast. So it's a tool that dancers should probably stay up on more. I mean, what do you think about the highlights and like having, you know, either certain artists that they've worked with, jobs that they've been on and seeing live performances? That's okay. a quick tool. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a dance highlight myself. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. Do you have like a dance yeah. highlight? Yeah, I think we all, that's kind of like, it's like a I it's just like version us. of a reel. You just need one? Our agents make us do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It like made me. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, do it. <laughs> Did not want to. I had to do it. Yeah. But it is, it, it, I guess if you don't have a reel, that is like another quick, easy way to yes. see what's going on. Yeah. And then the pin post. Yeah, because you know how you said yeah. how you said I don't want to have to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's how people do it. They put their yeah. first pin post with the biggest either styles that you do, best videos or best jobs that you do. Oh, that's fine. I forgot. I mean, I know that exists, but I forgot about it this yeah, time because I have pin posts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I also feel like from being broadcasting, like I think I want to get a sense of like the dancer. I want to hire the person too. Like you can be amazing, yes. fucking dancer, but you yeah. have. Like, nasty attitude or whatever I'm, i really do not want to work with people. but even at an audition you can't really tell i feel yeah. like that's a hard that's a hard thing energy's like i'm, I'm very sensitive to energy but it is that hires people and like i <laughs> well i agree and i have to say that like i also work um with huge production companies that are doing national commercials and even when they're hiring for their models like these companies are creating a brand and now that everybody can be looked up and searched, they want to know what kind of person you are too, before they're putting you in this national commercial. Right. So, so we do have to understand in that <laughs> sense too, it's like, you are your brand and that's what we're doing. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about this meme. There's a meme that says the casting meme. You guys saw oh, that? Yeah. No. It's like, it talks about, so we want you to submit a video. So you have to do a backflip from a building oh and make, make cool. sure that you're not catching a fire, but light a, light a candlestick while you do it. Yeah. Make sure that you look like you're having fun, but not too much fun. Yeah. Cause we want to see that you're, that you can do that. Like it's just a whole breakdown of like making uh, fun of casting. Yeah. And they want it by, two hours no it's literally yeah. the best thing ever when i posted on my story the amount of replies i had <laughs> i was like everybody feels this and dance ones are the worst because it's not like that in the acting world we get like at least one or two days and episodic season is different than pilot like episodic you get like you get like literally a day to learn like five pages but then episodic you'll get like three days mm. or sorry right. pilot you get like three or four days so, but they don't ask all those questions. They're like, do this, do this, do this. The dance scene, though. Place your place your entire the, the the entirety of your apartment outside, so you have a blank wall behind you. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a music video that came, I think a John Legend one I saw where I guess like the girls submitted their self tapes and that became the music video. That is another. Oh, I'm curious for you guys, have it helped you with direct books and bookings? Instagram? Uh, Instagram. So do you, besides me auditions, but... Yes and no. Yes and no in a way of people direct other people to my Instagram. And those people are people that know me. That have seen me dance, have worked oh, with okay, me, okay. and know me personally. Okay. And then, does my Instagram get me booked sometimes? Yes, sometimes no. Like, I know I just got pitched for a sheen job, didn't get hired until the third time I got pitched by three other people. Mm -hmm. And they were finally like, okay, she must be good because they keep pitching her different choreographers. Yeah. But so I guess for some jobs, people go to my Instagram and in general, you, they'll go to your Instagram and they won't like what they see. And sometimes they will. Yeah. So I think, does it get you booked? Uh, depending if you're right for the job. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's still usually Instagram, even when I help people cast, I'll give them the Instagram and then they go see on it, but it's always yeah. because you're referred by something or yes. somebody. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Referrals are good. Yeah. 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 Or you just have a huge amount of followers and you pop up on people's yeah. newsfeed. Yeah. That's if you're true. just like a, like, that's a why they social cast you over anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, well, they're getting free. Nothing free else honor. matters. Yeah. 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 A million followers booked as well as like for choreographers that maybe you've worked with in the past and then like for them to see, okay, what are they still doing? Are they still dancing? Right. Like out of sight, out of mind. So like the more active you are and they see that job that's right for you might just pop up and then 
if stuff so, is out there, you know? Yeah, because like, I feel like COVID. that happened on a recent job. Like, a good friend of mine, Michael Silas, like, he did a, um, Anastasia Beverly Hills promo, and I haven't seen him in a while. He had an audition. They needed to fill, like, an extra spot, and I know he, like, went to my Instagram and literally asked me, like, didn't even text me, like, were we on Instagram for the job? <laughs> I was really and was like, can I submit your picture? And I'm like, I mean, and like, but that's only because like, he's a friend that I've worked with in the past and he was able to see that I'm still keeping up with myself professionally at least trying to, you know, and then it's like, cool, you're ready. Stay ready. But I think it's a tool and it's a balance because I think digging a little more like deeper into the subject too. I think the, mental like stability you have to have with yourself too when using the tool is really important i think as dancers we've naturally always had this like unconscious way of healing ourselves through our art form you know but then it's also a job so when it comes to the pressure of having followers or the pressure of being seen or like liked <laughs> or noticed and all that it it puts a heavier weight that we've already had to deal with for years before you know yeah. Yes, so I'm curious yes. that you brought that up. Is how has social media affected you guys? Like, how do you feel like you have to be different on social media? Is there like side that you're putting up, or do you feel like you're performing, or do you feel like you're yourself? Like, I feel I feel personally like I'm myself. I feel like actually a lot of my friends recently have told me I like that you post stuff on your stories that are very like regular and all over the place because it makes me i enjoy watching it it's very normal person stuff which i usually thought was bad because i felt like professionally it was not good for me to post stuff like that but i really try to make it a thing where i really stay true to myself but i do think that on a, on a different level it just takes you out of life like social media has taken us out of life like yeah. the half of your day you're on your phone now no, no matter not just social media but yeah. things that you're doing on your phone half of your day the amount of hours you're spending on your phone it takes you out of life yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what was your question again <laughs> <laughs> as it affected you like yeah you know I feel like I'm me on social media. Um, I will say social media in New York City is very different than social media in LA. Really? Yeah. Are you from New York? So I lived in New York for almost six years. And I've been in LA for about five and a half years. And the way that you can be yourself on social media in New York City and the industry is very different than what it is. Uh, really? Yeah. That's so so LA is very like surface. Yeah. So every, is everything, is, everything is so curated and also no one knows how to be themselves because they're always trying to be the choreographer that they're working under. Yes. Yeah. And so um, yeah. it's not like that in New York. Like everyone, I mean, there are aspects of that. There's just something from, from observing that I've kind of noticed, noticed. I guess. And um, so when I was in New York, I felt like I could, I use social media as a diary. And I think at the time too, I had, <clears throat> I was doing like bigger shows over there. And so there were a lot of like fans and audience like coming to my page as opposed to just like for the industry. Mm -hmm. So I was using it more for a diary at the time. And then here, when I first got here, I was still doing that. And then I started curating it to the dance Jobs. and acting world. And then I was like, Oh, F, you know, like, <laughs> um, I, and especially through the pandemic, I started to like try to reel it back and be like, no, who, who am I? I'm like an artist. I like to do stuff. I like this. I like that. I like taking pictures. I like talking about feelings. I like doing all these things because I know I'm not the only one who's feeling these things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like, I don't know. That's my take on social media within the two cities. And it's also different in the Midwest. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but so what do you base? Because you're talking as if it has to be different, meaning you feel like there was less reaction, better reaction, worse reactions to it? Because you're basing it off what your audience is kind of... Well, yeah. So in New York, I was, ba I was getting the... Uh, um, Love. Yes and no. Support. Yeah, I, I just... People were more receptive mm. of... Um, and to be fair, I started social media in 2012. You know, and... <clears throat> toured and did Broadway and all that stuff. And so there were people there, you know, to like 
to learn and listen and watch and whatever. But uh, what I realized is that those people actually wanted to hear the things that were like real yeah. and not just see me dance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when I moved here, I started to understand that LA was a city of entertainment. Yes, and so in yeah. the city of social media and so the people don't want to learn about your feelings yeah. or hear right, right, going right, through right. stuff or that you're healing or yeah. that this sucked or that this was a really fun audition or this day was awesome or these are me and my friends yeah. they want to see you dance and then they want to press next yeah. 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 it's almost like you can't be human yeah. Yeah. you are literally selling product. Yeah. that's Where, what you want so it's been very hard to like bounce between the two because you know New York where I had to be human yeah. to book a job because in New York, they don't care about social media as much at all. Right. And like New York, they don't care about how good you are. They care about like, are you good in the room? And are you a good human being? Yeah. Whereas yeah. here it's just so like, yeah. and I think to each of your points is like very true. And now the door of like relatability, like you're saying, like you're starting to kind of just, fully be yourself like that door is open so widely especially because of tiktok like right. tiktok went nuts because it was just real people doing real things yeah. and yeah. kind of making you feel yeah. relatable but to them that's another weird thing now though too because now with tiktok it started being relatable and now people are purposely being relatable right. yeah. it's all yeah. 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 so i'm so confused like yeah. yeah nothing nothing is Real, because they they realized that that was what that was the selling point. Right, was the relatability. Yeah, that was the marketability, and now yeah, they're like, it's on there. Yeah. It's so fascinating the way the way and they mix everything world. into business. Yeah. It, it, and then that's what it is. Like, I mean, for me, like I personally took like a three year break from dance right before COVID hit. So I was living regular life. I was managing a gym. I was like, I'm getting like my you know settling my life. And coming back into it now that social media is such a thing, I'm like, I feel like I can't even post my regular life. Like I have to post what people want to see. Yeah. If, you know what I mean? Like I can't post me eating a burger because I think it's funny or, so, or like some funny thing that I think is dumb. People don't care about that, but they do care if I'm on set with someone or if I'm doing, you know what I mean? And then when it back to the earlier point of working and stuff, if you're posting only regular stuff, people are like, oh, he's not taking this seriously. And that's conversations right. I've had with a few people where they're like, oh, are you even trying to dance yeah. Yeah. if I'm not posting about it? But I, I, but I, I kind of don't really agree with that because I think this is why I was asking you if it was more reaction-wise that you yeah. were basing it off because I think people just don't know how to react to that. But I think people enjoy they it. Yeah, they don't know what to do with it. Like, they don't know. They're not going to like it. Like, literally, I had a conversation the other day because somebody said, oh, I really liked when you post this little video on your story. And I said, it's really funny because I didn't get one reaction on my story. Not a heart, not a reaction, yeah. nothing. So I remember thinking, oh, this is kind of whack. It was probably <laughs> whack. And she was like, no, I loved it. And then two other people said the same thing. And I was like, so. Yeah. But then I yeah. constantly hear a lot more than before people tell me, you have such a good energy. Like you have such a good personality. People that don't know me at all where I'm like, okay, so that's how I come across on Instagram. So I guess it's not a bad thing that I post these regular yeah, things. Yeah. It's a good thing. I love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always respond. I'll be like, what the? But I feel, but I, <laughs> I feel like, you know, I cuss a lot. Well, Sorry. I feel like social media has like this wall up. Yes. Like you can't really, yes, you know, be, be, like, yeah, you can't like be friends with the person that you follow almost. It's like, you mean, you're trained to like a post that's like with the artist or yes. a job. The big things. Like, the big things. The impressive things. The impressive uh, things. I the love responding. I love me too. I'd be like, oh my God, what? Don't like for real? Like, that that you need to follow me. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question with that. If people do, or if you respond to someone on some normal post, do you feel like they respond back to you? No. No. See, and that's and that's the other. Thing I don't too, need them to though because I, I don't need them to either. Yeah. See, that's the human to me where I'm like. If I were to mention that in person, that would be yeah, a but conversation. If you yeah. have like 15,000 followers to go and reply to everybody, is, yeah. yeah. I mean, and 15,000 is not even anything. Like oh, if yeah. you have 389,000 followers, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> reply, reply, reply. So I'm curious, as a dancer coming from a dancer, do you guys like to build a brand or do you like to be part of a team? Um, so do you like to be. 
do you, do you want to build a brand or do you want to be part of the team? Because I feel like now everybody's talking about you need to build a brand, you need to make a name for yourself. But as a backup dancer, you are coming on somebody else's team. And nowadays, it's like the social media, we're pushed to build our own brand. So I'm curious, how do you guys feel about it? I mean, I think we're already like independent contractors as it is as backup dancers. So you, I think the idea of treating yourself as a business is smart because you should profit. This is our business. Yes. I mean, for so long, yeah, we were in the background, but that doesn't mean we should carry ourselves as our business, yeah. you know, investing yeah. into yourself, treating it. So it's like a, it's tricky because then if you are too big of a brand, sometimes this isn't going to, Want. want a conflict of interest going on or that i don't know if you were in the class or not but we were, it was like one of a choreographer's class a bigger choreographer's class um, say the name i don't care to say their name but, um well i was i was there yeah i think because we used to take this choreographer who was it i mean you don't have to say their name yeah but no it's, um, it's, yeah well, you probably you know what i'm talking about yeah um but, but is it a girl or a boy <laughs> It is a person. And um, so they were talking about how there was a dancer that, like, on stage with one of their artists, and someone was like, oh, my God. Oh, for the dancer? For the dancer. For the dancer. And that was, like, the day since the dancer got cut or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, do I see that, that happening. Was. Yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah. sad, though. Like, it's so sad. Why... why? it's crazy i don't know like as far as like the brand thing goes though i mean it's important but also it's there's so many aspects to a brand like you know in social media like if you're gonna if you're gonna make it a brand make it a brand you know and like separate yourself and then get your llc or your s corp and really make sure it's something outside of just being a dancer and then and capitalize on that if you want to do it you know because then from there you can get all of your your different you know uh advertisements and people to partner with you and stuff but you have to understand that when you do do that 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 actually closes the door from all the other things that maybe you were out here working towards so there is like a give or take when it comes to being a brand so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think it closed the door. I think it opened a door for our industry too. It's just like another lane of, of a business route of being. I mean, a dancer is so spread. And the other thing I want to say too, it's like the thing that I've noticed about dancers is that we are skilled in so many other ways so that we even realize. Like yeah. that was one of my biggest like push to kids learning dance that didn't like necessarily want to be professional with it, and like it builds character skills. Like I stepped into production knowing nothing. But I know for a fact that it's because of dance. I was able to catch on quick, learn things, oh, figure yeah. awareness, figuring out, being able to memorize like a lot of things happening throughout the day, you know? So um, I think there's just so many avenues that open for us as dancers when we think of it that way. Like, I think there should be like maybe two lanes where it's dance artists and then there's backup dancers yeah. because <clears throat> there are some people that do not want to build a brand. They just want to be a part of a team and work yeah. with an artist. And are, that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's amazing. That's originally what it was supposed to be. But now we're moving forward and now you're able to build something and, you know, grow crazy. Yeah. And there are those dancers who are on a team and also have a brand. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's, I think it's really cool for them, but it's, it's like, it's not a huge assortment of dancers. You know what I mean? It's not like every single backup dancer out there has a brand. Some of the best dancers that are consistently working, like don't even have an Instagram no. or like, allow you to send of them are like, yeah. Like, so, and I think that's the thing too, is that it's not just, these are all just tools. It's yeah. about the work you put into yourself. What's and your like, within yeah, I think it's difficult for us to like use it as a measure of success because like you should just want to build your own success and what you believe is successful. That should right. be it. But it's difficult when it's in your face all the time, you know? So yeah. Especially when like, you know, everybody's pushing it, especially yeah. I feel, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that's the generation we got 
So we can say the F word. Yes. <laughs> they bleep, they can bleep it out of it. Okay. Because bleep, bleep, bleep. Things about to change. Yeah. About to take it to a different place. Yeah. But um, so I've been seeing a few jobs where they hired these influencers. Yes. And it's been kind of blowing my mind. Like, I'm, it's amazing. It's great. But some jobs, I'm like, damn, that would have been amazing if a professional would have got that job. Like, mm -hmm. It's kind of messed up, in my opinion. But how do you guys feel about influencers looking jobs? My button just opened. That's how that's, that's <laughs> what I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Stressed out like that button. I mean, I think it's just sad in a way where you have a person that trains or works on something their entire lives, has yes. fought so many battles, yeah. has lost so many that, battles. That part. To finally make it that to the part. few opportunities. And I think this brings me to actually the first question where you answered, do you think social media is a good thing because it opens up the pool of options of dancers. Yeah. For me, that's not necessarily a good thing because yeah. now anybody and everybody has a shot at it, which is which is good, and it gives and it gives a shot to that little kid that lives all the way in Puerto Rico. I don't fucking know where anywhere in the world and gets flown in for a job because he's fantastic. I love that. Yes. But also for the. 20,000 people that don't know anything about nothing yeah. get also flown in and get the same amount of money that we do for having trained our entire lives yeah. Yeah. for something that they just started three months ago. Yeah, right. So that's what bothers me about that. And I feel like before our, our generation when we were young and when we wanted to come to LA, it was more the mindset. This is what I trained for. I'm going to show up at the audition. I have a shot. I'm going to be seen because there's not going to be 5,000 people there. And it's not going to, and it's just going to be between me and the other people in the room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you would leave knowing if you booked a job or not. And now you go into the room with 10,000 other dancers because people flying in because it's on social media. There's an audition for Jenna Jackson. Yeah. And then you compete with another yeah. three other, other million dancers yeah. that post their audition or send in their audition through email or video. Yeah. So, how the hell? Your odds are zero. Zero point zero 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 zero. Sacrifice that dancers like. It's option. yeah. It's I don't know. For me, I I had to separate it just for my own mental psyche. I was like, and how you were talking about how there's artists, there's dance artists, and there's backup dancers and stuff. For me, I'm like, okay, that's a career in itself. If I really want to do the TikToks and, and get paid and monetize, and that's, I need to put in the work, the same type of work I put in to be a backup dancer. Now I have to put in that work for that. Right. I think at least for me and a lot of people that I've had this conversation with, it's, we don't necessarily want to do the work because we feel like we already put in the work. Yes. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I don't think that's necessarily a lie because mm -hmm. the yeah. amount of training and everything that we've done it's ridiculous, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also it is a new job that never existed before. So now it requires a different type of training. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure what that means because yeah. getting in front of a camera in my apartment and like, whatever the kids do now, I don't think whatever the kids do. <laughs> whatever the kids do. I mean, I don't mind TikTok though. Like I, I think it's super entertaining. I love watching it. But I don't think they should be taking our jobs, the people, the professionals. Yeah, I, like, I like it for cat videos and dog videos. <laughs> I even like some dance videos. I don't like it. Some of them are really good. I mean, I deleted that because it's like mind-numbing. It is. So, I can't sleep after it. I think if, you're, if it's on social media, great. But if it's like jobs, like there's, I don't want to name the person, but there's this guy who was... Um, cool. I'm like, I, lo I love him as I follow him, and he's amazing. But same time, I should have went to someone that's been training their fucking lives. Is this an influencer? That's amazing that they got that job. But y'all know what time. it takes to perform on a stage. Like truly, it's like these kids don't understand. But some actually go on set and work. Yeah. So I, I did this job I think like four years ago with this firebird in Daniel Flora. We all probably know her. Um, I had to be a scoreboard. So I had this like big headpiece on, super uncomfortable. I had to dance on it, like bounce on a trampoline with a headpiece. It's so ridiculous. But did I, did I love it? Yes, because it's so stupid, you know. 
but they hired this dance workout influencer. And I kid you not, this dance workout influencer, who's very well known. You need to stop bringing up people and not saying names. Nah, I keep everything in off. Anon. Um, but I want to say he had four lines and was like doing some of the dances with us. And got paid more than y'all. Way more. This dude, this dude, he's a dude, screamed because he didn't know what was going on on set. And walked off and was like mad at himself because he couldn't get it right. This, that's what we. And that's again. That's not his fault. It's this, the fault of the structure. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's, not, it's his not his fault. No, it's not but his also, fault. If you know that you're at that position now, that you're going to be like, it, say you got a few mil like followers, and you and your goal is to get these ad placements, you better do the work because when you get to set, you're gonna lose these things real quick. But that's the thing. I don't think a lot of these. They don't have a team. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they think about this, and I feel like what social media has done in that aspect, it's kind of taken away people's passion for what we do. Yeah. Like there's a passion why we work so hard, why we do so much. You know what I mean? Like now people don't look at it as an art form. Now it's like, oh, this is something I can do real quick and get these followers, and then oh, then I'll get this branding deal, and then I'll get put on this little thing. It's such a quick it's a quick access to what they think fame and success is. Yeah. But it, then the art form is no longer there. The Britney Spears, uh, the ones that entertain and the ones that observe, whatever, circus. Yes. Okay. Like, that's so, I listened to the other day, I was like, damn, she said some real shit in that song. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, they're really, it really she's actually she, genius. Yeah, she is. She's <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, that's so real though. But really, these people who were observing all of us do these things were like, I want to do that. And now I can. Yeah, and just because you hop on behind a phone. But also, rem- remember that these people are not, they're not sticking around. No, no. they're trends. And it's going to fade out quicker than I think anybody realizes. And It's already happening. They already have, I mean, we have Vine. I have I had a friend who was a, a Vine star, and even my trainer, I think, did Vine for a little while, you know, and like... The, the girl that I know who used to be like this very viral Vine star, no one knows her anymore. And like, she imploded. But that's, that, that's always been a thing though, even before yeah. social media brought people yeah. the fame because, I mean, I'm also, we're not getting into names, so I'm not going to get into names. And, uh, <laughs> I want to be the only one that does it. But there was <laughs> definitely, well, when kidding. I moved to LA, there were definitely some people, they were very stuck in one style and that style was popping. Yeah. But I do not know where they went. I don't know if they're alive. I don't know if they moved to a different country. They're just gone. They and so that's school. always been a thing. No. Whatever whatever you did, if you scratch the surface of just one little thing, you yeah. don't stick around. 100%. And that's not just social media. That's with everything. Yeah. And that also brings me back to like what we're talking about. Like One of my favorite quotes is only the adaptable survive. You know, And like it can be unfortunate how quickly the pace is moving now with yeah. our career. But like Trust me, I'll be kicking myself all the time, like, oh, I don't want to do this, you yeah. know? But, like, I also know you get left behind real quick. It's constantly changing. You have to be with it or you get left behind. Yeah. So I'm curious, do you guys think it's helped by industry in any way? Yes and no. Yeah. I think it's done. What I think is really beautiful about social media is we see a lot of artists putting their art and their truth out there that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think, but I think it's more than social media. I think pandemic really pushed that forward. 100%. I think pandemic gave. Oh, I got chills. Pan- <laughs> that made me think about. It. I was like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because pandemic for the first time let you be more your authentic self. Because yeah. for the first time you didn't have all real eyes on you, mm-hmm. but you were still you were in your little room, and the yeah. only way for you to communicate was social media. And there was no judgment. Everybody yeah. was kind of accepting because everybody was kind of going through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody was kinder. Everybody was more accepting. And yes. you were more going into yourself because you could do what you wanted without having the actual stress of being in a physical space with people that impress you, scare you, mm-hmm. make you feel stressed or not good enough. Yeah. You were doing it in front of just your little phone as if you're just by yourself. Yeah. So I think that helped a lot of people come out of their shells. Me, me, I really found myself in the pandemic. I don't. I think a lot of people. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's but as far as yeah. as far as dance industry, yeah, no. I've had four auditions in two years. 
I've had two this year. Yeah, yeah it's been it's dry. Yeah, and there's been auditions, but yeah, I've like, gotten like direct book, but the direct book come from like came from people I knew. Yeah, so I took a class. Yeah, same. you know, but social media. I mean, I know all these people. Yeah, like constantly working. Constantly working. I'm like, hey, so <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was like, I'll use social media in that aspect in connecting with you. It's a tool. And this is what you said earlier. If you have the substance to back your shit up, or yeah, mm -hmm. if you have the substance to back your shit up, then it's a great tool. Yeah. But if you don't have anything to back it up with, then you're just, it's a ticking time bomb for you. Everything just crashed. Which I think that's what's, yeah. And that's what's been happening a lot lately. I've been hearing of a lot of these influencers getting casted and then getting cut immediately after um, and these production companies now are like oh maybe we shouldn't be hired i think that shift is starting to happen little by little because it's a factor i mean you've seen that with commercials you know like real families real this i'm like you mean you want a real family like <laughs> you need actors like you need people that have been doing this professionally to make it look <laughs> to sell it and look real it's hard to be a person <laughs> People don't realize that. Yeah, it's hard to be a person. Yeah, and it's hard to be a dancer on camera. Mm -hmm. so it really is without looking so like you're trying yeah. to be something. Yeah, yeah it's like somewhere. you know, like doing too much for the camera. Just it's definitely it doesn't become just about you and your like ability anymore when you step on set. It's so many elements. You're, you're giving. You're giving. Right. I feel like a lot of these influences they want to take. You're not a star when you're on set, unless you're in a starring role. So if you are like an influencer and you've been hired to dance behind an artist because they saw you on social media, you're not the star. The artist is the star. And I don't think a lot of realize that they, they don't realize that because they're like doing their thing and i'm like no but you got to be clean so unless the choreographer says otherwise like you got to be clean and and if the choreographer is like all right go ahead and take all the notes but add a little personality that's your cue but you can't just like walk on set trying to be a star because you got three hundred thousand followers here's for you so you did hamilton yeah how was that oh was wait that? but you were pressing uh, no, I did the original oh. Preston. Yeah. Um, how was that different from preparing for a Broadway show? But I know Preston, though. Love Preston. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was like, Preston! Yeah. Shout out to Preston Gorgias. <laughs> yeah, I think he's in it right now. He's in it right now. Yeah, I think like 2015. Yeah. Long cool. time ago. So how was that preparing for a Broadway show opposed to on a live show is fine? Uh... Oh, well, that was a whole different situation itself. I literally cut my hair before I came. I have hair on my lip. Um, that was a whole different situation in itself because I was a swing in the cast. So I was hired to learn everyone. And also I uh, played Sam Seabury, which was like the high male singer track. And so um, I learned that show in a week and a half. And I learned all the vocal, all the songs in a week and a half. And so... Um, the rest of the time I was kind of on my own and I didn't go on until December, two months after I got hired. Damn. And so I had to kind of retain it all, but also during that time, teach myself the other parts that I didn't have time to get rehearsed for. And then going on, on stage and performing, it was just like a three hour notice and I hadn't been in costume, hadn't been on the turntable. Oh my God. Had it, I got six pages of notes the day before I went on. How did it go? Great. I blacked out. Don't remember any of it. Yeah. So it, sh it definitely changed my, my perspective. Like I'm a 100, 100, 200, 3000 percent different performer because of it. Like it was a very difficult task. I think I want to say that like, I might've been one of the youngest in the show at the time. So uh, a lot of pressure. Um, That's impressive though. Yeah, it is. It was a lot of work. It was a lot. To, it was a lot and but it also showed me like the, i it was it was really cool to see that like to be in that company around like those people who are all now like superstars yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like um and kind of like take some of that stardom and apply it to the other aspects of the industry 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just changed the way I performed 150%. And also, I don't stress anything anymore. You like, can do that? Yeah. I don't, I don't even rehearse things. I barely learn things in rehearsals now. It sounds crazy, but it's because I don't think about it. Because I tell myself when I go into rehearsal, I'm like, we're going to rehearse this. Why am I stressed? Yeah. And I always am like, myself, if I can learn a fucking three-hour show, honestly, in four days, then I can, I can do, do anything. Yeah. You're actually top tapping into your unconscious is yeah. what you're doing yeah. and you're like giving yourself that permission yeah. you know and there's a lot to learn there too yeah. just like our mental abilities that have so yeah. could have such a beautiful impact on us yeah. the more we give that, ourselves that trust it's tough i mean it's, it's like in that kind of situation right we've all been in something like that where it's been like high stress but how do you how do you manage it and by the so the, the other um, show I did in New York was called Head Over Heels, and it was another Broadway show. And um, when I got into that one, I kind of took what I took from Hamilton and brought it into that show. And I had to, like, and in that show, I had to learn the whole show in four days, two different parts. <laughs> you've, so, been the, you've been forced yeah. to a ringer a bunch of it's, times. It's, huh? I can't even explain. How it's old are so you? Much. 32. How old were you then? 25 and then 27. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, but I told myself going to that process, and also I was living here at the time, and I had to fly back to, to New York for it, and I was sleeping on a couch while also rehearsing. Oh, my all, God, not even comfortable. So, so much going on. But I dream. Yeah, I had to set an alarm three times a day just to remind myself to breathe, and that was kind of what got me through the process of living and doing that show and having such high stress as, like, waking up at, 8 a.m. and being like, what are you grateful for today? And then, you know, at 2 p.m. being like, all right, take take a breath and then say five things that make you happy in this moment. And then at 7 p.m., you know, say a prayer or whatever I needed to do in that moment. And that's kind of what I took from that show that I brought to that next show. And then I yeah, brought it kind of into my life. And whenever I get into those things again where I get stressed, stressed out or like, I just feel like I'm like not good enough. I have to like stop and remind myself like, no, look at where you are. As cheesy as it sounds, a Hamilton quote, look at where you are, look at where you started, yes. you know, but it's real. What's that for you? Like what, what's that job that reminds you like, you get in your mind, like I did that job. So if I did that job, I could do any job or any experience, wherever it was, but you, you look back on you're so proud of. I don't really know if I had like a job where I had to, ah, a physical one might've, but that was more literally like surpassing my physical limits was Reebok was one of my first jobs in LA actually. <laughs> and I was doing CrossFit. So it was like my first dance slash fitness job. And they put me in all the, I auditioned for it. And I, um, they hired me because of the CrossFit section because we had to do snatches and I lifted the guys' weights. So the girls had a bar and I wanted to solidify. It was already the, like the callback. So I kind of knew that I had it in the bag. But I was like, let me just like put a little extra. So I walked over to the men's bar and I snatched the men's bar that the boys were barely lifting up. So I knew I had that in the bag. But it also fucked me up because they put me in all the lifting sections. And it was rehearsal of like, weeks and weeks it was an industrial so you had to like dance change outfits ten thousand times but it was all sports gear so there was a sports bra and a pair of panties and then tight shorts and a pair of different socks and different sneakers that you couldn't be unlaced so you had to like so it was just a lot and i was doing like rope skipping and weightlifting and running and like uh there was this like spartan racing section because they have rework has that oh and i was in all of those and I remember just literally thinking, I'm not going to make it through the job physically. Literally. And literally at one point just barely could walk anymore. Yeah. And I was pretty young back then. So that was kind of crazy. So that was like the physical one. The mental one was being a judge for a show in Belgium where I had to be on a live, a live dance show where I had to judge speaking my language that I haven't spoken in for a very long time wow. on a live show where you have to kind of be. And it was like a whole system where you had to kind of like look at a screen. It was about synchronicity. So you had to look at a screen and see if they were being very equal. And then you had to like scroll back into the screen on a live show and pinpoint certain moments where you would, they would see it in a big, large screen, the audience would, mm -hmm. and you would have to find the moment and then talk about the moment for me that was really stressful because 
I have never done that. Yeah. I'm not used to speaking like like that in front of crowds and yeah. to be like that in that high of a position. Going back home after living in LA was a really big challenge, yeah. but a beautiful challenge. And then after that, I was like, fuck everything else. I'm never stressed yeah. again. <laughs> How's it be from a different country coming to LA? How was that? How was that moment like? You hustle hard when you come from a different country. Yeah. I don't know. You that don't hustle. The hustle yeah. is different yeah. because yeah. you're on board time. You don't come here thinking I can just uh, take whatever time I want yeah. to get to where I need to go. Yeah. You have a visa that lasts three years, yeah. and in that three years, if you don't make anything happen, you get to go back home because you won't be able to renew your visa. Yeah. Wow! Because even those those three years. Yeah. If you don't have jobs to prove it for the next visa, they'll be like, sorry, but you didn't do enough. You get to go home. Wow. So that's definitely, it makes your hustle hard. And then also you're far away. So you come here, not everybody, but I came here leaving everybody behind, not knowing anybody. I didn't have one single point of contact. Not one choreographer I knew. Not one job waiting for me. And you come here with the amount of money that you saved. Because I was good in my country. I was making money and I was working. Um, But that money goes away in a year. Completely yeah. gone because LA is expensive, and it's not like you can just do the week tickets and that's it. And you cannot work outside of your visa. That's a whole different pressure. Unless there are a lot of corners. Gloves. I dance. I dance. I dance. I dance at Mickey's. I was the first girl they hired at Mickey's. That was my job for a full year and a half, two years maybe. I did all the. No, I did a lot of. I did a lot. A lot of little little jobs but also now i think that's my biggest quality is that um i learned to do so many things i was ceo of modus the company uh which was a really big dance company that was created in the pandemic so i was ceo of that i kind of co-created it and led it honestly modus modus what is that it's a an online dance company that diana matus i don't know if you know her big choreographer in la she kind of founded it and then asked me to help her and i kind of started running it with her and then I'm, I do fitness, I coach fitness classes, I do styling, yes, which has been really like taking off. Yeah. And I just really learned how to grind and do a thousand different things. You kind of have to. Now, and you like, have no to. No one just does one. Yo, dancers are the smartest people in the world. Yeah. I always say yeah. it. Yeah. You just learn how to. Yeah. If you can dance, you can do anything. Yeah. Like, so, that's a new BP. What? <laughs> Beyonce, yeah. 2018, and they, that was the next piece. It was actually 2014. Oh, it was been a long time. <laughs> yeah. It was her, no, it was her Vanguard one, where she did all the little stuff. I think so, yeah. Was, wait, that was 2014? Yo, we, we've been here, okay? Let me, let me just tell you how I booked that job, though, because it's kind of a funny story. I was like, and this is, you never know, in LA, and this used to be when it was word of mouth, not when the pool was so big, yeah. but, like, I was sitting at lunch with a friend and they were direct because they had like little snippets right of her album and we did the drunken love with like the legs and we were like upside down and all these things and um, Dana Foglia choreographed it and um, I get a text from all the girls I guess called in girls that they thought they would fit the role and Ashley texted me like just hey do you want to dance with us in the VMAs while I'm sitting at lunch and I'm like us? Us, us, like it's actually. I'm like, you know. So I'm like, all I said was yes, and she's like, great. Can you be at rehearsal in like 30 minutes? I was like, girl, I gotta go. Literally, she was driving. I ran home. I was so close to my house. I ran home, got my because she drove me, and I got my clothes, and I went to rehearsal. And I was like, let's go. But it was a beautiful process. I mean. This, the one thing I'll say about Beyonce as an artist, she allows very strong, beautiful women behind her that all have solid personalities. And like just being around them and their work ethic and what Beyonce expects from people in the room with her was so inspiring. Like we were dialed in the whole time to the point where my elbows went numb because we were locked in upside down for a long period of time while details were being ironed out and she was so involved with every detail every aspect of the performance and it was just beautiful to watch like just everybody's work work ethic around her i mean i fell in love with production too so i loved watching like the lighting um guys getting it right the visuals that go into it like the music coordination that was being co-created with like chris grant and everybody and like the choreographers that had a mix in it Shoot, the way she was learning from her dancers and like 
they were teaching her, like she would, she'll get right next to her girls and like mimic them, you know, it shows the respect that she has for everybody on her team. So it was great to be a part of that. I mean, I felt sure it was clearly like one of the best jobs, you know, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's just a good one for sure. So Tima is actually, she's the only audition I've ever booked. Really? I've never booked through auditions. I hate auditions. They stress me out. <laughs> it's like, she I'm runs just interesting auditions. And her auditions are, yeah. She walks around just feels everybody's energy. She keeps coming. Please stay. As you're dancing to choreo. You're like fully dancing to choreo. She's like, please stay. No, she's like, yeah. She's, <laughs> she floats. And then you just see people like, as you're dancing, you see people just literally walk out. And you're like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it's, she's such <laughs> an energy. Just a Fatima. That's how she runs her auditions in general. But like, the first time, yeah, the first time I worked with her, it was with Becky G on the Ellen show. And like, I did that routine at least 10 times, just back to back. And she kept like bringing people and trying to make the group that was going to do the job. Mm -hmm. So she kept switching people in and out. But then she, I obviously I stayed and I was like, cool. But the whole time she's like, so where are you from? She wants to know yeah. you. Yeah. But this is like, as she's like kicking people out and bringing other people in the room. She's yeah. like, so where's your family from? Like, what's your ethnicity? And I'm like, girl, I'm just trying to learn these steps. I'm just trying to be here. I was like, but I was like, let's go. But you know, I, and this Fatima. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you're Fatima. I was like, what do you care about me? I was like, hey, book me though. What do you mean? What do you care about me? No, I mean, but that's just my, my frame of thinking, especially at that time. This yeah. was back in probably around 2014 actually too. Uh, yeah. I was like, ah, yeah, I was, I was, a child. I was like, yeah, I was a child. I mean, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But yeah, no, it working with her is just amazing. Um, I've taken a lot now that I'm stepping into the choreographer side. Like, I've taken a lot that I've gained from her because she operates in such a way it's very organic. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no preset choreography. Most mm -hmm. of the time, when I work with her, she kind yeah, of just creates never. it on the spot with who's in the room. She always casts based off of energies, and it's like, okay, mm -hmm. you guys. I've never met half the people I've worked with when I've done jobs with her, but she's like, you guys would be great together. You guys are going to be partners on this section. Freestyle. But it's always such a perfect blend that I'm like, oh. Like, it's amazing pro the process of it where I'm like, okay. Like, it's creating in the moment, but having, like, a blueprint. But then you're like, okay. But this person really is really good at this, so, like, let me utilize that strength. Yeah. As I actually kind of prefer that. I love when it's in the moment. It's the I best. really love it. Like, it's something just magical about it. But I think you also get to create something that you could only create in that space. Yeah. Because, right, because the people that are in that room, what, whoever the dancers are, are going to pull something different than someone else over here by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really, I've tapped into that because the majority of the jobs I've done have been like, we learn this today and we're shooting tomorrow. Or we're learning this today, we're shooting later today. I've never had time to like sit in choreography really where I'm still waiting for the day. I'm like, can I have like a day to rehearse? <laughs> to let it sit? <laughs> but it's... So, yeah. Now you got to learn it from social media now. Yeah. So I'm curious, what do you guys think the future is going to look like with social media? It's honestly, I'm sure. Do you think it's going to be no auditions? That's scary to think about. Like, will uh, it only be. I mean, I hope it goes backwards. Like, maybe there'll be small call auditions now because they can just type past earlier yeah. or something. Like, I don't know. I mean, speaking of. Team and like the first job I ever booked in LA, it was like 12 people at the audition, and like you just had such a personal experience, you know. Like, I would love for more of that to come back, and it is hard because, like, yeah. when we were talking about the big pool, it's like it's there's so many people out there now, but yeah. it created an experience at least for the I mean, also technology. Like, are you really gonna? see dancers still dance like is it gonna be you're not gonna need actual people anymore you're gonna hire <laughs> i'm not kidding actually you're gonna have Real, like, yeah. you're gonna have robots that yeah. don't fuck up and can do exactly what you want CGI. yeah we're not gonna need people at one point there's no there's not gonna be any people anymore yeah artists got that artist got canceled though there's cgi artists oh really ai yeah. AI literally somebody was like just making a joke but kind of serious but being like are you going to be the first choreographer in the metaverse and i was kind of like oh my god like that's like going to be a real thing like it's I know, happening. But that's a thing, it is though. happening it's a real thing yeah it's just 
Well, well, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying Justin Bieber was the first performance in it. I don't know. If, I don't remember if he, yeah, I don't know if he had dancers, but he did a Metaverse concert. I know. There was, there was a, I, at the beginning of the pandemic, I tried to do this. I got interviewed by this exercise dance company. And uh, what are those things? VR. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, where I had to create all this movement and stuff in the whatever verse that is <laughs> yeah and it was like and i was like i'm i don't like this i didn't like it because right now you have to pay yeah. people yeah, yeah. people that are get tired are not together and not necessarily clean have different heights different body types you're going to be able to get exactly what you want yeah I feel like it's going to be similar to what we're experiencing and we experience in a lot of aspects of life is that we have to see it to know that we don't like it to then go back to yes. what we like. Yeah. And so I, I feel like maybe because we've had that a lot over the past like four or five years. He's like, oh, let's try that. Oh, what? And work. Let's go back to this, you know? So I feel like it might be the same where we do kind of experience that and then the audience loses touch with the personal aspect of it. Yeah, because there's something about a live show. I mean, even going, for us as dancers, when no, I'm performing yeah. for a camera or an audience, no, it's completely, it's, it's, what is an exchange? I really do feel like we are, some, what we said, like, I think that we're post and pre technology, yes. post and pre like social media. And so I think all of us in this room still have, and all of us who are around the same age have the grasp of like what real life was. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what, and, and I think it's our duty to hold on to that, to then also mentor the kids and mentor the younger dancers yes. and choreographers and artists yeah. coming in the world to also understand that, no, you have to do these things. You know, it's, it's takes a lot of skill. It takes a lot of determination. It takes a lot of, um, want to yes. do this. It takes a lot of like, um, I don't know. And there, I forgot what the word is. Just to earn the right to put yeah. So it just takes a lot to do what we do. Yeah. And it can't, and the, the art form is going to be lost if we don't continue to pass it down in this way. Yeah. And, you know, like continue to train technique yeah. and train all aspects of technique. Yeah. But also train everyone in every style of technique. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I just think it's kind of our duty and to maintain what that is. Because yeah. if we don't, then you know, all the greats who have helped us get to where we're at today. Did it for nothing. They, they did it for literally nothing. And Always then what, what are we going to have? Just, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> was that a wool? <laughs> I can't even do it. I don't, I said, what is it? <laughs> he said, one, two, three. <laughs> I said, whoa. Yeah. Okay, so we have the visual. I'm going to invite this. We finish it up and let's pick one question I'm out of here. It's just a fun little question. I'm scared. <laughs> You might even answer the question. <laughs> My question is, how so was is the 2014 DMAs? <laughs> okay, so you go first. Favorite choreographer? Who's your favorite choreographer? Wait, can you guys go first anything about this? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we all answering these questions? No, 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 just answer your question. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right now or in life? Overall. Like, just your... Can I have that question? It's real fucking hard. Yeah, do we I all answer? Okay, yeah. You have a big point. Tell me your uh, Mine will forever be like Bob Fosse. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. yeah Bob uh, he can't say the same one as somebody else. You <laughs> <laughs> love Travis Payne. I was going to say Travis Payne yeah. or. Um... Say it. If somebody. No. Minor. Oh, no, Come on, just pick one. First one. I'm literally all over John. Myself. I know this, yeah. Overall, like rich and tone, I'll um, say rich and tone. I see that here. I see that the work. <laughs> yes, my button opened again. Shut up, I mean, yeah, that's a hard thing. It's like generational. Like, which one are we talking? Yeah. I mean, like, so, yeah. and I look at choreographers so differently for different skills, you know, yes. like, love the team, obviously, yeah. so many reasons. And then, like, like Napa Tabs have like such a creative directive. Uh, yeah. I don't know, there's so many. Pick one. Knife to your neck. I'm the worst on the spot. Okay, what's your question? 
Oh, mine? <laughs> he said, no, What's he your question? He said, no one's moving. Oh, shoot. Okay, well, mine's hard, too, I guess. What's something you wish our industry would change? Oh. oh. Um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I mean, I just think... I don't know, there's a lot, honestly, but if I had to pick something that I feel is important is I wish the way we valued ourselves and the way others valued us because, I mean, coming from the past two years of stepping into these production roles and just seeing how everybody else is treated and yeah. paid and hmm. paid on time and Sad. respected and like the amount of times I have been lucky enough to be on set with dancers and get the chance to fight for them to be treated correctly yeah. or just thought about, you know, like, Oh, Hey, I remember I was on a, the production team for an Usher performance and the, dancers were covered in glitter and mind you that was the same outfit i actually had to wear for beyonce covered in glitter and like baby oil and it's like uncomfortable and you're in it all day and i had to remind them like hey no they're gonna need to go back to their hotel room before they get on the bus drive home and shower like you're not gonna just yeah. get them off set and they were like oh we could just like rinse them off no it doesn't come off oh. like that you know and like to not to the production's fault they don't think about these things Right. But it's just like, like it's right, because we don't always know how to express yeah. to production or know who's in production. I mean, I think there's a lack of information out there to to dancers about knowing how to handle yourself on set and how to know who who is and know that you can come and talk to them. Yeah. And you can, you know, ask for what you need. Yeah. Um, That's why this show exists. Because I wanted to have, I wanted to hear dancers a voice. Because I feel like we are so taught to be silent, to be a back of this, don't say shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, this is, there's our, we have a voice, we have something to say, and like, we don't speak up, nothing's ever going to change. And there's a way to say it. There's, there's professionalism, yes. don't get me wrong, <laughs> because, again, there's an etiquette yes. to what we do, yes. and I think that comes with training and, like, um, yes. you know, and experience. Yeah. I think a lot of people get thrown into these sets like we've been saying very very quickly large projects and we just don't have the time we have such i mean this is the crazy part sometimes i don't know about you guys but like have you ever been booked with like somebody that used to teach like a kid like we have such a wide range of age gap too like you know 25 year olds 19 year olds 30 year olds like we're all in there so it's yeah age barrier no i'm not i mean nowadays i mean nowadays a lot of like the older, they're still dancing. I mean, you have people like Gilbert, for example, oh, like he's literally like, like, no, 40, 40. Yeah. Okay. I was like, they're still going too. I was like, dang. He's so young for sure. But Four years old. Yeah. Um, most embarrassing audition. Yo, it's crazy. Cause I don't give a fuck in auditions. Like I just don't like, I just, do the most and i don't like young brandon like young brandon okay i have two i got two really bad ones you want one okay okay so um i was in new york i was auditioning for a regional production course line and um the day before i popped oh god I popped the zit on my lip and I was like, oh yeah, you know, because we all like popping zits. I don't know why, we just do. <laughs> <laughs> so I popped it. And then I woke up the next day and I kid you not, my whole lip was swollen. Like it got infected and I I have a picture oh on my, my Instagram. God. I just it's archived. <laughs> but my lip was like wow. huge. And so I and this audition wasn't until like two or three PM and I um went to the urgent care and i was like eh, i don't know how to do you know i can't speak Thanks. they gave me all this like really heavy drug viral stuff they said that, that my zit got me. infected because <laughs> i touched it and it was like by my lip and stuff and so i went to this audition on the drugs because you know i'm like i'm here to get a job and I don't care. <laughs> but I was so high out of my mind on, at this audition. And I, uh, this is, out of all the times this could happen to me, they made us go two by two to do this combo. Oh and not only that, they made me go first. And they only, they taught it in like 15 minutes. This is a chorus line. Everyone knows a chorus line. Like if you're in New York City and doing theater, yeah. you know a chorus line. 
I had never learned a chorus line before. <laughs> and I forgot the whole combo on the floor. I was so, I don't really remember a lot of it. I just was so like high. I was on like a really heavy drug. And the choreographer was like, good job. And I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> he was like, we're good. Like, thank you. I was like, rightfully so. Yes. Yeah. Minor. <laughs> Wait, what my question? Yeah, what's your question? My question, if you weren't a dancer, what would you be? Ooh. I dived into this, actually. <laughs> um, I think I would go back to my filmmaking roots. I actually started doing filmmaking, directing, and editing, and documentary series, and short films, and music videos. And then I fell into dance. And then I kind of just kept going. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, this is like a short-term career. This isn't something that I'm going to be trying to do when I'm 60. Like, yeah. So I was like, let me do it while I'm young, while I'm still active. But yeah, I, I mean, it's still a passion of mine. I've been slowly tapping back in. It's kind of shifted over the years, where now my creative direction feels more mm -hmm. appropriate. But I just, I like being behind the scenes. Yeah. Cool. The minus, who would you rather dance for? Martin Jackson or Janet Jackson? Oh, that's easy. Really? Yes. For you? Michael, 100%. Michael. 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 Everybody, Michael. I'm Janet. I think I'm, I'm Janet. Janet. I'm a Janet. I think stylistically, I'd be more of a Janet, oh, but I would 100% want to dance for my Mark Black. I mean, I would want to come out. Yeah. 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 But, but like, what, what year, Michael? Because every era was different. Yeah, like, thriller. I would want to be like a smooth criminal, Michael. Ooh, I did, I performed smooth criminal, not with Michael. But this is it. Even that that tour was. I mean, yeah. it looked like it was going to be amazing. The dance was on that. When he passed, it was Thank you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. Wherever you're tuning in from, now it's your turn. Join the conversation. Tell me if you think social media has made the industry better or worse, or life in general. If join in. Please share, comment, review. Please. I'll push the conversation forward. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>